is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline and I am back answering your questions. Today's question is how to stop sabotaging the habits you want to change so badly. And also like, why do we do that? We consciously, we say, you know, I really want to change this habit. But why do we keep self-sabotaging? Why don't we follow through with that thing that we say we want so badly? Where's the, uh, what's not connecting? This is a really good question. Um, And I think that a lot of people would answer this question differently than I would answer it. A lot of people would really focus on actions, outcomes, actions, outcomes, reps, 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 get the outcome. And you do need action. Um, You do need action, you need uh, repeatable actions to get the outcome that you want, but you've tried that before, you know, just put your head down and do the work. Why can't you stick with it? Why do you keep sabotaging? What's going on there? And if you do not dig a little bit deeper, you are going to keep getting stuck here. This is when you see people, you know, they did Whole30, and now they're going to do keto, and now they're going to count calories, and now they're going to go to Noom. Maybe they'll try Whole30 again. Oh, wait, there's this other thing called the carnivore diet. Maybe they'll try that. They are only focusing on the actions and the outcome, the actions and the outcome, but they still have not changed who they're being. They still have not changed their identity. So if you really want to stop self-sabotaging, You need to think about your identity. Who is that person you're being? What are those beliefs that you have about yourselves? What are those things that you think about yourself? If you do not take the time to uncover this deeper stuff, you are going to be stuck here with these um, surface level plans, which, which we need. We need plans and systems. We definitely do. We need actions to get outcomes. But if you do not take the time to figure this stuff out, you're going to look for a new diet or you're going to look for a new planner. I know people are so obsessed with new planners at the beginning of the year. Oh, this planner is going to fix my life. Wait, is the planner going to fix your life or are you going to do the dirty work to figure out what's actually going on? So let's, uh, let's jump in into this a little bit deeper. So here's what I mean when I say our identity, um, our identity leads to our thoughts and our thoughts lead to our actions and then our actions lead to our outcome. If you have the identity, if you believe about yourself that you are lazy, you'll know this because you say things like, I'm so lazy, I'm just a lazy person, right? If you have that belief about yourself, when it comes time to going for a walk or comes time to being active on weekends, you'll say something like, oh, that's just too hard, that's just too much. I'm lazy. I don't do that type of stuff, right? So your identity, your beliefs about yourself are driving the thoughts that you say in your head and the thoughts that the words that come out of your mouth. And we have inaction. (laughs) We have the opposite of action. We have inaction. And now you're getting rep after rep after rep. Opportunities to go for a walk during the week or on weekends. You it's inaction. You're watching television instead. What happens? You're stuck. You stay, you stay stuck where you are. And then this, there really should be another arrow coming back over here. This cements proof, like, see, look, I am lazy. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, my gosh, you have this belief about yourself that you're lazy. You think the thoughts of someone who doesn't do anything. You kind of get this lifestyle where you're kind of lazy, and it reaffirms, yeah, you are a lazy person. 
I am just to clarify, I don't think that that's permanent. I don't believe that to be true of you, but you're in, um, if you believe that you're lazy, you are going to get the actions or inactions of a lazy person. Um, you know, it's really funny as I was just about to record this video, I was like, man, it's kind of cold upstairs. I usually record the videos, um, earlier in the day and the, the heat is set to be warmer earlier in the day. It's later. Um, I should just grab a sweatshirt to put on. And so I was looking for this gray North Face and I couldn't find it. And so I grabbed this other, this red sweatshirt. And then when I remembered where the North Face was, I took the red sweatshirt and I just threw it on the ground in our bedroom. And I was like, whatever, I'll deal with this later. Here's why that happens. I have a belief about myself that I'm not an organized person. I'm kind of messy. I'm kind of disheveled. Like that's like this, this subconscious belief about myself. When I realize myself doing that, throwing, um, so that's my identity, the actions, ah, I'll deal with later. It's not that big of a deal. I throw it onto the ground. That's the action I take. What's the outcome I get? I'm going to re I'm going to see like, ah, yes, you are kind of not really organized. You are kind of a mess. So when I realized that this was happening minutes before I was about to record this, I was like, oh, look, there's that thing. Go pick up, go pick up the, um, the sweatshirt, go hang it up. It's going to take you three seconds. Just go do it. Right. And this is only, this only comes because I have an aspirational identity of being an organized person, of having a clutter-free home. That's an aspirational identity that I'm working on and have been working on for some time. Um, I am way less messy than I used to be. I am more organized than I used to be, but there's still is some work there, obviously. If that's the first thought that comes up is just throw it on the ground. Um, I used to be someone who thought that they were dumb. I thought I was stupid, um, that everyone else was a lot smarter than me, but like I thought my smart my intellect, my knowledge. I just thought I was stuck and like everyone else could figure things out a lot faster than me, but I was dumb. I learned that having that belief, you're dumb, Jacqueline, kind of keeps you stuck. So you need to um, upgrade your beliefs about yourself. So I kind of took on this belief of like, hey, you know, I might not be the smartest person. I might not learn all that fast like other people, but I know that I can figure things out. And so I kind of started taking on that identity. I may not know how to do it now, but I can figure it out. That is my new belief. I'm the type of person who can figure things out. If I believe that I'm the type of person who can figure things out, when I get to something that's a little bit hard, my old belief would have, my old thing would have been like, oh, you're too stupid. Screw it. My new belief is, or my new thought is, okay, this is hard. Something's not clicking here. How can I figure this out, right? So that, like, that thought, whether I just say it in my head or I say it out loud, which I do sometimes, that helps me figure things out. And then I start to make tools and I start to make systems um, that help me break things down, the repeatable actions, and then guess what? I figure things out. And then I come back to you. I get to reaffirm this belief. Hey, you said you're the type of person who can figure things figure things out. Look, you just figured this thing, this thing out. I guess there's some evidence that this is true, right? Um, right. So how do we do this? Like, great, Jacqueline. That's some wonderful information. What do I do with this? What you want to do is da -da -da, figure out that aspirational identity. Stop just focusing on the habits. You can have 10 million different habits, and if you do not figure out why why is this a habit that you would want? What is this going to help you get closer 
to being, who is that person that's going to get you closer to being, right? That's why we're doing these habits. And then we backtrack. Okay, cool. If you you want to do this habit, you want to be this person, what, what is that person going to say when you have the opportunity to do this thing, do this habit, or not do this thing? I think a lot of times people think that they... Um, you know, I want to be this person, they should just automatically be able to do it right away. And, and self-sabotage will never come up and like old thoughts will never come up. Um, so the, the better thing to do is anticipate that your old self, your old ways of doing things, your old ways of thinking, that's going to pop up, right? I just gave you the example over my sweatshirt. Great, that's nice, Jacqueline. You want to have this clean house. That's it, the action, that little small thing. Jacqueline, if every day you just hung up your sweatshirt and your coat and you folded your socks, you put things where they're supposed to go, you do those small actions, those small reps, you are going to have a clean and organized house. People who are clean and organized, right, that that doesn't just come because they do giant weekend cleaning projects. No, they have clean houses. They have organized houses because they believe that about themselves. And then when they make a mess, they clean their mess up. They don't just leave their crap everywhere, right? Okay, so you have your old self and your aspirational self. So identify your old self is going to say things like, these are my favorites, myself. I don't know if you can relate. Um, let's, the, the sweatshirt. Ah, oh, it's just this one time. It's not that big of a deal. It's just this one time. I'm just going to throw it on the ground. Cool, but if aspirational self wants to move closer towards this thing, and the aspirational self knows that actually those small moments matter. Those small habits matter. Those small reps matter because they build up over time. A lot of times we think that it's just this one time. It's this, this one exception. But then you find out like, well, shoot, you know, every, every time this opportunity comes up, it is that one exception. I always think that it's an exception. But... I'm thinking that maybe in it's not actually an exception. Maybe that is kind of just how I've been doing things. So I need to change some things. So when you hear yourself say, it's just this one time, that's when you're like, right. And that's why this one time is going to build today and it's going to build tomorrow. I'm going to keep putting in the reps. Your old self might say things like, ah, you don't really have to do it. I know that you said you were going to eat vegetables with dinner today. You don't really have to do it. Or I know that you said you were going to go for a walk today. You don't really have to do it. I know you said you were going to shower today. <laughs> You're working on being um, a clean and energized person working from home. You don't really have to do it. That's your old self um, saying these things to try to get some inaction, try to get you to not do the thing and stay stuck. Don't transform. Don't, don't, um, don't grow. Don't nothing. Just stay the same. Even if same is dysfunctional, consciously, you're like, why would I want to be like this? It's it's not just you. This is like all of us. Um, so when you hear yourself say, nah, you don't have to, then you're like, but actually, this is the change that I want. I want to be this person who blank. This one time does matter. Yep, this is, I'm going to do the thing, right? Ooh, this is a good one. <laughs> I talked about this on the video yesterday. People are really into big, big into streaks. Um, I used to be, I mean, I did a hundred day running streak. I did whole 30 big into streaks, streaks. We think like I will just be perfect and mark it off. And that will ensure that I transform into this other person showing up every day is important, but doing a streak sets you up for that all or nothing mindset. Because if you ruin the streak, 
You're like, well, shoot, now I've done nothing. And you go back to end up to doing nothing, right? So you've heard yourself say this. If you're someone who's attempted a streak, you already broke the streak. It doesn't matter. You've already messed up. Don't even bother. So aspirational self is like, actually, I don't do streaks anymore. <laughs> Jacqueline said it doesn't work. It's not going to help me. Yes, I need to show up and do the thing, but I, I don't do streaks anymore. So I'm just going to show up. I'm just going to show up and I'm going to do the thing and I'm going to show up consistently. And if I'm imperfect along the way and I make a mistake because I'm a human learning how to do something, I'm not going to use that mistake as reason to stop showing up, as reason, um, as evidence that I suck and I can't ever evolve or change or grow. You're not going to do that anymore. So what do you do like, um, do, do, do. great, I'm like presenting this information to you. What do you do with this? Like how do you actually start to implement this into your life? One of the things that I found for myself and with clients too is like, you know, we watch, we watch like these wonderful like self-help videos or we listen to the podcasts or we own like 40 different self-help books, right? And we go to the retreats and we go to the seminars and we go to the workshops. But, like how do you actually implement this into your life and make this, like start making this change? One of the things that I started doing was, I mean, the self-care session, like taking time in the morning. That was a habit that I had to build up. That was an identity. I had to be like, cool. I'm now a morning person. I know for 30 years I've said I am not a morning person, but now I need to be a morning person and take that time to do this journal work. So like this stuff here where I'm saying in one column on the left, you write old self. Here are all the self-sabotaging things that you know that you say on the right side, aspirational self. Here are the go-to things that your aspirational self is going to say when your old self tries to get you to not do the thing. So that's one of the things I have in the self-care workbook. It's like right here. My old self will try to sabotage my aspirational self by saying blank, but I know that game all too well. An aspirational self will kindly nudge old self by saying blank. Um, so that's my suggestion is like, great, you're watching this video. Start implementing it. In the morning, this is something you can do. You can go back. I think I've had to do maybe 15 of these videos, 15 of these podcasts. Every morning, you know, you listen to it. I give you some sort of journal prompt. I give you some sort of idea that you can work with. Give yourself like five minutes to just brain dump something you learned from this or something that you want to change. Give yourself time and space to actually like start processing the information. This is how I had, like I've started to actually grow and change and be different. By writing, when I like read a self-help book, I like read it only 10 minutes at a time so that I have time to write and like process what it is I'm learning from it and decide how can I implement this into my life? Am I going to implement this into my life or do I not need this, right? Um, but I, I no longer read books like from cover to cover. I take the time to like dissect it and like see what's going on here so that it can help me um, in my life. I don't care. I don't want to read like, I don't know, there's like those, you know, 52, 52 books in a year. What does it matter? If you're reading the self-help book or you're listening to the self-help podcast, you're going to the retreat and you're going to the workshop, blah, 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 blah. Unless you actually start implementing and deciding, you know, I'm going to change my aspirational identity. I am going to work on these thoughts. I am going to work on these habits so that I can change my outcome, which is the identity that you want. I mean, you just have to take the time to do it. 
um, what was it? Oh, I know. Uh, a few hours ago, I was like, oh, you didn't record this. I know you were supposed to do this in the morning. Your aspirational identity is the being the type of person who shows up joyfully and consistently in your business. And you were supposed to record this stuff in the morning and you didn't get it done. My old self was like, see, I knew you were going to mess this up. You know what? It's already late. You're kind of tired. It's kind of cold upstairs. Don't even bother. Just just wait till tomorrow. Just wait till tomorrow and, you know, you, you can do it then. I'm not up here recording this because I'm trying to create some streak. I'm up here and recording this because my aspirational identity is the type of person who shows up joyfully and consistently. The person who shows up joyfully and consistently does the work every day and enjoys the process, right? That's why I'm here. Sure, I'm coloring in the Google 365 Habit Tracker, but I know for myself, there's going to be a day that I get sick or something happens. There's some sort of life crisis or emergency that pulls me away from this. I don't use missing a day as a reason to not keep showing up. Missing a day is like, oh, shoot, I messed up. Let me just keep going and just keep showing up. So I hope that was really helpful. If you take anything from this, start your morning giving yourself some time, do a self-care session. You know, when I meet with clients, we work together for about 45 to 60 minutes. If you are on your own, don't have that expectation that it needs to be that long and that drawn out. Start with just five minutes. Cool, I'm going to read. I'm going to read for five minutes. I'm going to journal for five minutes. Start with just 10 minutes. Keep it really short so that you can actually do this stuff. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for your year of growth. You got to put in the work. Take care. I'll see you in the next one.